Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism Vedic View on Western Philosophy by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing to read the chapter 6 entitled Thomas Aquinas. May I remind you that nowadays this book is published as Beyond Illusion and Doubt. So let's dive in. Yesterday we stopped at a very um, interesting point where um, Thomas Aquinas said that the names of God which are connected with his servants are not eternal. They are temporary because the servants have not existed eternally. They were created at some point. And Srila Prabhupada replied that God is always existing and his servants are always existing. So let's take take it further from here. Disciple. Well, the contention is that creatures were created at one point in time and before that God must have been by himself. Srila Prabhupada. That is a material idea. It is the material world that is created, not the spiritual world. The spiritual world and God are existing everlastingly. The bodies of creatures in this material world are created, but God is always in the spiritual world with countless servants. According to our philosophy, there is no limit to the number of living entities. Those who do not like to serve are put into this material world. As far as our identity as servants is concerned, that is eternal. Whether we are in the material world or in the spiritual world, if we do not serve God in the spiritual world, we come down into the material world to serve the illusory energy of God. In any case, God is always the master and the living entity is always the servant. Disciple Aquinas felt that the less determinate God's name, the more universal and absolute it is. He therefore believed that the most proper name for God is He who is. In quotes, He who is. Shila Prabhupada. Why? If God is active and has created the entire universe, what is wrong in addressing Him according to His activities? and attributes. Disciple Aquinas claims that the very essence of God is the sheer fact of his being, the fact that he is. Srila Prabhupada He is, certainly, but in quotes, he is, means that he is existing in his abode with his servants, playmates, hobbies and paraphernalia. Everything is there. We must ask, what is the meaning or nature of his being? Disciple 
it seems that Aquinas was basically impersonalist. Shila Prabhupada. No, he could not determine whether God is personal or impersonal. His inclination was to serve God as a person, but he had no clear conception of his personality, therefore he speculated. Disciple. In the Vedas, is there an equivalent to, in quotes, he who is? Srila Prabhupada. Om Tat Sat is impersonal. This mantra, however, can also be extended as Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. The word Vasudeva means one who lives everywhere and refers to Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. God is both personal and impersonal, but the impersonal feature is secondary. According to Bhagavan Sri Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 14.27 Brahmanohi Pratishtaham Amritasya Vyayasyacha Shashvatasya Chadharmasya Sukhasya Ikantikasya Quote And I am the basis of the impersonal Brahman, which is immortal, imperishable, and eternal, and is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness. Unquote. What is the purport, purport to that? Devotee reading the purport. Quote, the constitution of Brahman is immortality, imperishability, eternity, and happiness. Brahman is the beginning of transcendental realization. Paramatma, the super-soul, is the middle, the second stage in transcendental realization, and the supreme personality of Godhead is the ultimate realization of the absolute truth. Unquote. Srila Prabhupada. That is divine essence. Jai, we have thus completed the sixth chapter entitled Thomas Aquinas. We shall start the seventh today, which is entitled. Kierkegaard. Now, the Danish philosopher Strand Kierkegaard, 1813-1855, is generally regarded as the father of existentialism. His concern with individual existence, choice, and commitment profoundly influenced modern Western theology and philosophy. Here, Srila Prabhupada challenges his idea that the deeply religious life must involve intense suffering. Hmm. Disciple. Strand Kierkegaard, a devout Christian, believed 
that religious truth is not innate within man and that man must therefore receive this truth from God. But he thought that God would overawe us if he himself came to teach. Therefore, Kierkegaard said that God comes instead as his own servant in human form. For a Christian, this teacher is Jesus Christ. Srila Prabhupada Generally, men are on the animal platform. But when a man's consciousness becomes a little advanced, he can be educated in the understanding of God through the teachings of spiritual authorities. That is the Vedic system. In the human form, the living entity is sometimes very inquisitive and wants to understand God. That inquisitiveness is technically called Brahmajigyasa, interest in the Absolute, which is possible only in human form of life. Now, if one is actually anxious to know about God, he has to approach a guru, who is God's servant and his representative. Unless one approaches a bona fide guru, he cannot understand the nature of God or man's relationship with him. So accepting a guru is not a fashion but a necessity. However, a guru is not a person who simply manufactures gold or juggles words just to attract foolish people and make money. An actual guru, an actual guru is one who is fully trained in the ocean of spiritual knowledge or Vedic knowledge. Vedic words are not ordinary material sound vibration. They are completely spiritual. The Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, for instance, is a purely spiritual sound. Once a person is fully trained in the ocean of spiritual sound, he becomes a guru and is no longer interested in material life. In fact, the definition of the word guru, guru, is one who is no longer interested in material things. He has taken shelter of the Supreme Lord and his material desires have completely ceased. One should approach such a bona fide guru, surrender unto him and serve him, then question him about God and our relationship with God. Disciple, is Kierkegaard correct in maintaining that man would be overawed if God, as he is, came to teach? Didn't Krishna, as he is, come to teach the Bhagavad Gita? Srila Prabhupada 
Krishna came as he is, but people misunderstood him because he appeared as a human being. Consequently, they could not surrender to him. Therefore, Krishna later came as a devotee, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to teach man how to approach God. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught the very same philosophy that Krishna taught in the Bhagavad Gita. But instead of coming as Krishna, Lord Chaitanya came as Krishna's devotee. Rupa Goswami appreciated Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the most munificent incarnation because he gives not only Krishna but also pure love of Krishna. Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate In exchange for himself, Krishna demands full surrender from the devotee. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, without making any demands, gave pure love of Krishna. Because we are all his sons, Krishna, the Supreme Lord, is affectionate toward us. He sees us rotting in this material world and he comes himself or he comes as his devotee and leaves his instructions. Krishna is always anxious to enlighten the human beings and show them how to return home back to Godhead. Oh, this is so beautiful. Jai. Okay, we're going to stop here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. The link to this book, incredible, wonderful, brilliant, brilliant book, is in the description. Please visit our website shravanamdiaries.com where you will find the list of all the books we've read so far. You can read about the author, see the episode's timeline, and read this book along with us, share it with your friends, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.